0: Hi everybody, this is Jimmy DeYoung, and I'd like to thank you for joining us as we take a look at the book. The prophet Joel, some 2,500 years ago, introduced the phrase, The Day of the Lord. The Day of the Lord's definition is any time in history when God intercedes in the affairs of man personally on the earth. Now, that would have to do with the tribulation period, and in fact, the second coming of Jesus Christ, and the thousand-year millennial kingdom. And that is exactly what Joel is talking about, the Day of the Lord, as we're going to take a moment and study, Prepare for War, Not Peace." You might remember Joel said, sound the trumpet in Zion. That's an indication that war was about to happen. That's what we're going to be studying today as we take a look at the book right here. And after we get finished listening to our study together, I'll tell you how you can get your copy of Joel's journal on the day of the Lord. It's a five-hour audio series on CD. But right now, Let's listen to our fourth segment of the study in Joel, Prepare for War, Not Peace. In a prophecy Q&A session the other evening, somebody asked me, will there ever be peace in the Middle East? You've lived there for over 12 years. Will there be peace in the Middle East? I think the prophet Joel, writing 2,800 years ago, basically lays out what the scenario for the end times will be. Ultimately, there will be peace. But prior to that, what's going to happen? Having said all of that, let's go to the book of Joel and let's see exactly what he has to say about this which is going to happen in the last days. Will indeed there be a peace that is going to come about During that time that is yet future. Now the book of Joel is teaching us what we understand is the day of the Lord. This is a special time in history that God has designated for the people, the Jewish people, to understand what is going to happen. Excuse me, I've got to rearrange the stage just a little bit. Because I've got to help you understand what I'm talking about. When I say the day of the Lord, the day of the Lord can be defined, and we defined it for those who've been here with us for our study, the day of the Lord can be defined like this. Any time in history when God intercedes in the affairs of man personally on earth. The day of the Lord, we're not talking about one specific day, although it does refer to a day when Jesus Christ steps back on the Mount of Olives. But what we are talking about is a period of time Like we are living in the day of telecommunications or in the computer age. And so that's what it's talking about. It's a period of time. The day of the Lord does not include the rapture, which is what this microphone represents. The next main event when Christians are caught out of here to be with him. The rapture of the church. That has not happened yet. I'm still here. You are in good situation as of this moment. Should I disappear? You're in trouble. But the rapture, the next main event in God's calendar of activities. Then there will be a seven-year period of time between that event and let this microphone represent the next main event, and that's the return of Jesus Christ back to the earth, or the revelation. So you have the rapture, it is not in the day of the Lord, but then the seven-year period starts, and the return of Jesus Christ, and then there's a thousand-year period of time when Jesus Christ will rule and reign from Jerusalem. Revelation chapter 20, verses 1 to 6, talks about that thousand-year period of time. This microphone represents the great white throne judgment. That's when Jesus Christ will be the judge. He'll sentence all those rejecting him into the lake of fire. That's Revelation chapter 20, verses 11 to 15. And they will there then be in the lake of fire forever and ever and ever. Judgment on those who have rejected Jesus Christ. After the great white throne judgment, and by the way, it is not in that thousand and seven year period of time. It is not included in the day of the Lord. The Bible says that the earth and the heaven fled away. So some place in outer space. Not on earth, so it does not fit our definition, this great white throne judgment takes place, then eternity future, new heaven, new earth, and new Jerusalem. So the day of the Lord, as defined, is a thousand and seven years long. It does not include the rapture of the church. It does not include the great white throne judgment. It does include the seven-year tribulation period, the return of Jesus Christ, and his thousand-year millennial kingdom. That's the day of the Lord, and that's exactly what Joel is talking about. Go to chapter 1, and let me show you where he introduces the day of the Lord. Alas, for the day of the Lord is at hand... And as a destruction from the Almighty shall it come. The day of the Lord is at hand. The Almighty here is El Shaddai. And every time you read of El Shaddai in the scriptures, it is talking about the person of Jesus Christ, the member of the Godhead, the only one that can be seen. You cannot see God the Father and live. You die when you see him face to face. You cannot see the Holy Spirit. He is a spirit. But God the Son, El Shaddai, every time in the scriptures, El Shaddai is Jesus Christ. So this day of the Lord and the judgment in it is going to come from Jesus Christ himself. By the way, we'll notice that this day of the Lord is going to start in gloominess and darkness. Chapter 2, verse 1 says, Blow ye a trumpet in Zion. Zion is Jerusalem. Blow a trumpet in Zion and sound the alarm for my holy mountain. Let all the inhabitants of the land tremble. For the day of the Lord cometh, for it is nigh at hand. He said, be alert, be awake, be ready. The day of the Lord is coming. And you had better be preparing for it. Now, when I say you, I would not be saying that to a Christian that you need to be prepared for the day of the Lord other than that knowing Christ as Lord and Savior. Because before all this judgment, this gloominess starts, we're out of here to be with Him. I would say it to any of you who do not know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Joel says it to the Jewish people. He's telling them, be alert, be ready. Be ready. The apostle Paul in chapter 5 of 1 Thessalonians tells the Thessaloniki people that they are not in the day of the Lord, but they had better be warning others that the day of the Lord is coming, and that in essence is what Joel is saying, the day of the Lord is coming look what it says here verse 2 of chapter 2 and a day of darkness and of gloominess a day of clouds and of thick darkness as the morning spread upon the mountains A great people and of strong people there had never been like them before a people like this and neither shall there be ever more a people like them and they'll come it says in verse 3 as a fire as a fire devouring everything in its path, leaving as residue the scorched earth behind it. A terrible time. Let me just remind you, a Jewish day starts with the evening, and then it's day. And so that's what Joel is understanding. He says, well, a day starts with darkness, the evening." You see, the Sabbath starts on Friday evening at sundown and continues to Saturday evening at sundown. And so then on Friday, Saturday begins at about 6 p.m. And that's what he is using, that analogy of the day when he's talking about the day of the Lord. It starts in darkness. Why then the quest for peace? What is reality? What should these world leaders be doing? Why is there such effort expended on trying to bring about peace? In fact, Joel gives us an answer. Go to chapter 3. In chapter 3, he makes a very definite statement, starting in verse 9. Proclaim ye this among the Gentiles, that word is goy in Hebrew, which means Gentiles or nations, probably better stated nations, but in reality, there's only three peoples on the earth. You've got to remember that, don't you? First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 32, there are Gentiles, there are Jews, and there are Christians. There are approximately 12 and a half million Jews on the earth at this point in time when Joel's prophecy is in the process of being fulfilled, that number of Jews will be reduced by two-thirds, so there will be only about four million Jews left on the earth at the conclusion of the prophecy of Joel when it is actually fulfilled. And then you're talking about Christians. I don't know what number. They say 80 million here in America. I'm not sure what the number is. You can pick a number as well as I can. I'm not certain. But it's not, of course, equal with the rest of the world. And so when he uses the word Gentiles or nations, he's talking about everybody else except Jews and Christians. He said, be ready, nations of the world. Proclaim this among them. Look what it says. Prepare for war. Make, wake up the mighty men and let all the men of war draw near. Let them come near. Beat. Oh, look at this. Beat your plowshares into swords and your pruning hooks into spears. And let the weak say, I am strong. Well, that's the opposite of that which is engraved on the stone in front of the United Nations in New York City. Beat your pruning hooks into spears and your plowshares into swords. Get ready, prepare for war. That's kind of the opposite of the scenario in our world today. Peace, peace, peace. That's all we're looking for. Sound the trumpet in Zion. That should warn the state of Israel, the Jewish people, that war is about to happen. And indeed, as we've studied together from the book of Joel and from other studies in the prophetic passages of Scripture, we can be aware of the fact that there is going to be a war seemingly in the very near future in Israel. Well, you need to have a study that will help you understand the book of Joel. And may I suggest that you might want to get our five-hour audio series on CD entitled Joel's Journal on the day of the Lord. It's very important that you understand these minor prophets as well as the major prophets. If you'd like to acquire your copy of Joel's journal on the day of the Lord, you can call our toll-free number. It's 877-674-3298. Now that's toll-free from across America. That's 877-674-3298. Or you can go to our website, prophecytoday.com, and go to our shopping mall, and you can order your copy of Joel's Journal on the Day of the Lord, a five-hour audio series on the book of Joel. Thank you so very much for joining us as we've taken a look at the book today, and I'm sure that as we've studied together today, you have become more aware of the fact that the rapture of the church can happen at any moment. And the truth is, having said that, there's nothing left for me to say except let's keep looking up until.